When Poe the Panda, a kung fu enthusiast, gets selected as a dragon warrior, he decides to team up with the Furious Five and destroy the evil forces that threaten the Valley of Peace. We watched Kung Fu Panda. Hey everyone, welcome back to the McGregor Movie Talk Podcast. I am your host, Ian McGregor, and I am joined, as always, by my beautiful co-host, Nicole. Nicole, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good today. Today's movie was probably a slightly more simple and enjoyable movie than some of the ones we've watched, so I'm feeling not too bad. Yeah, today was definitely a great movie to watch. I felt like it brought me back to my childhood. Like, I do remember... When I was watching that with my nephew, I don't remember the ins and outs of it. I was probably a teenager at the time. So, uh, you know, I was doing my own thing, but it was definitely nostalgic. I liked the movie as well. So if you want, we can just get right into the movie here. Yeah. Um, It starts off with, I think, one of the cooler scenes of the movie. That intro was so like comic book style, Furious 5. I was like, wow, that's a that's a good end that's a good beginning to the movie right there it was a pretty epic fight scene lots of you know this panda comes out and he's all kung fuing if that's a word it's a word <laughs> uh, today you know it shows like bravery and he was just tough and graceful but the shocking thing <laughs> was it was just a dream it was just a dream this Poe guy or- uh, sorry this guy is actually the the clumsiest thing I've ever witnessed. So it's kind of funny how he was dreaming of such, you know, gracefulness. Yes, he, um, Poe is not the most light-footed, I'll say, of of characters we've seen. And he definitely, he idolizes the five of them and he has little figurines of them. And he just, he loves the Furious Five for sure. Yeah, uh, he looks like he's a super fan. So it's kind of a nice turn of events with this movie. And then he yeah. goes down and we meet his dad. And yeah, I yeah. love his dad. <laughs> I love that little guy. I thought he was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I thought he was awesome. He just loved Noodle so much. He no, made it was his me passion. Not- it was his passion. He it thought Poe had a Noodle dream. Yeah. He was- well, that's like... You know, he says he says to Poe, noodles run in our veins. Like, he's just, that's it for him. Like, noodles are the way. So, I'm so glad you brought that point up. Because he says, noodles run in our veins, noodles is in our blood. I know what you're thinking. I totally know what you're thinking. <laughs> There's no way that Poe is his biological son. Okay, for viewers out there, this family consists of geese and then a panda and like, like that's you, what it is you see the pictures of like the generations they're all geese one <laughs> after the other and then there's poe and i'm like there's no way that this guy has is, is biological there's no way no which is kind of cute though i do feel like it's like you're integrating all you know breeds of animals which is kind of cute but 
you know, their blood is not panda blood. That's for sure. No, there's no way that they're biologically related, which I like how they, they, they played on that. Like they showed the pictures and stuff being like, okay, all right. But he's very excited for his noodles and that Poe had this dream of him being noodles, but Poe didn't have a dream about noodles. No, he sure didn't. That epic fight scene was the dream. But I wasn't really a fan that he was lying to his dad. No, I thought that too. I actually did. I thought I was a little odd that he was like, oh, no, yeah, I had the dream, blah, 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 blah. And instead of just kind of being like, oh, no, I didn't have any dream and just kind of ignoring the fact of what the dream was about, he said, oh, yeah, I had the noodle dream. Yeah, which kind of really raised the hopes of this poor goose dad yeah like he's like we said like all about the noodles all about the noodles yeah for that it was kind of sad yeah it was definitely um sad but and then they go to the turtle ugwe i've written down here what did that's what i have his name is ugwe the turtle i i believe it's something of that nature i'm gonna call him ugwe uh so ugwe has given has been given this information that uh tylon is about to escape which we don't know who tylon is all we know is it's the scary entity that is bad yes we we pretty pretty quickly determined that he is the bad guy of the movie tylon and that he's about to escape uh so they decide to have a dragon tournament yes to determine the dragon warrior I have a question about the tournament, though. So, I didn't see a tournament happen. I saw the Furious Five show their skills, and that was it. But I didn't see a tournament. Basically, what was happening is these five Furious team members are showing off their skills to that lovely turtle because he's all wisdom and he has to pick the warrior. So I guess what they're doing is sort of showing off to him to show their skills and how they would handle Tai Long. The thing that gets me is that on a regular day, aside from the threat of Tai Long breaking out of prison, what are they fighting for and dragon warrioring in, in previous times? Like, why would they have a dragon warrior before this time? Which they have. So, obviously, they've been training for it. Yeah, so they're training for it. I think it's just to kind of defend the land from any kind of attack or or any kind of, like... Threat. Threats. Any kind of threats that would happen. The turtle's so wise, and he knows everything. And he's known the five of them for quite a while. Wouldn't he already know which one's the dragon warrior? Like, wouldn't he already understand that? Um, probably. You would think. But he, maybe he just didn't get that sense. Or maybe he doesn't really know them. It doesn't maybe. really specify in the movie. That's true. Uh, that, that does make sense. Um, there's one thing about the tournament that I also didn't quite understand myself. The entire audience is just rabbits and pigs. That's interesting. The whole audience spectators yes any kind of spectator background person is just a pig or a rabbit huh. and then all the main cast are different animals that is that like is a panda goose tiger uh prey mantis a snake the crane monkey uh, the rat turtle they're all different animals 
all the background people are just rabbits and pigs. That's an interesting point. I wonder why they decided to go in that direction. I don't know. I thought maybe they'd have like all different kinds of animals, kind of like a jungle-ish kind of vibe. But it was just the two I saw. Well, maybe it was to make the main cast stick out a bit more. Yeah, you're right. That's probably that's probably true. You're right. Perhaps, yeah. Like they just like monotone everything else and then make them like the bright and cool and colorful type animals, I guess. I love how this panda is so passionate about going to the tournament that his parents are so hardcore about noodles. So he's dragging this cart because he's serving (laughs) noodles at the tournament. That's what his parents think he wants to do. And he's dragging this cart up the stairs and the stairs are so high. There was no way. So, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that he showed people that despite the fact he left his cart behind, that he climbed those stairs no matter what, no matter how challenging it was. He was like, no, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a souvenir. I thought that cart scene was the funniest thing I've seen in a very long, I laughed so hard, especially when at the beginning where he's like, oh man, I did it. I lifted the cart all the way up and it pans (laughs) out and he's gone up like six steps. I thought that was so funny. It was, it was really good. I enjoyed that scene too. I even wrote in my notes that it was just too funny. Oh yeah. It was, it was, that was great. I love that. And then all the attempts he took trying to get into the, into like the arena. Yeah. uh, Every like rocket chair of fireworks and (laughs) him trying to scale it. And it was just, I love that whole scene. I thought that was hilarious. He was, he was determined to get in there and to see, obviously it showed his passion for this tournament. So it was really cute. I enjoyed that part. And then he gets into the arena and I know it's a cartoon and I know it's for kids, but anything from that height, falling Mm. would have just splattered him on the ground that's true like i know it's a cartoon cartoon. i know i get it's a cartoon but they made a really strong emphasis on how high he went in the air yeah that's true like he could have just like went over it or broke through the door or something like he could there could have been other things but i just thought he went way too high in the air yeah, they definitely made that one dramatic. But it's a kid's movie. I get it. It's a kid's movie. And speaking of kid's movie, so once he gets into this arena area mm-hmm. and he's told basically by this turtle that he's the one. And he's so confused. He's like, I don't understand. What you, like, it's not me. Like, you're, are you talking about the tiger? <laughs> I like that scene too. That's funny. It was cute. I thought that was really interesting. Um. But speaking of kids' movies, I was a little disappointed at how they were really making comments about how heavy the panda was. They were like how fat he was and how big of belly he was. And that equals not a dragon warrior, which I thought was really sad. They really underestimated this panda because he had a belly. Yeah, I I definitely caught that too. Um, I think they could have done it a different way and got the same message across. Like if they had him being really clumsy or he was not really focused or any kind of thing like that, they could have been like, oh, look at this guy. He's a dragon warrior. He's like tripping over himself and stuff like that. But they really focus on the belly and they were kind of mean and bullying him from the get-go, like right away. 
they were bullying yeah. him and they did not like him. Even the master Shifu, mm-hmm. he was he didn't like him either. Like it wasn't like oh let's give him a chance let's see what he can do I can train anybody. All of them immediately were like no this guy's useless. Yeah, I was really disappointed in that part. I'm like you're telling me that you know big heavier animals don't you know succeed in life. And speaking of a lady who is not skinny. I'm a little disappointed that they underestimated this panda. Like it kind of hit home because I really do feel like people in this world really underestimate me because I am overweight, but in all theory, I, before my fibromyalgia, of course, I was strong and people would come to me and ask me for help for stuff because I'd be lifting things and pushing things. And I was a hard worker. So just because you're overweight doesn't necessarily mean that you should be underestimated. I really touched home for me. You could tell that you were really, one, watching it, that that really bothered you. Yeah. And that he was underestimated quite like how, like you said, you're underestimated a lot of times as well. And it was unjustified about how underappreciated he is. Well, you soon find that out, right? Oh, yeah, you find that. (laughs) I really enjoyed this one quote that was put in there. I thought it was kind of cool because they were talking about past, present, future. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the quote that they said? I'm, I must have missed it. No. It said, yesterday is history. Today is a gift and tomorrow is a mystery. But when they talked about today is a gift, it goes, that is why it's called the present. That you should really focus on the present when it comes to, you know, don't worry about the past that that happened in the past. And then they, they talk about the future. Can't really focus on the future. Let's focus on the past that or the present. Um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. That, I, I, I do remember that quote. That was when they were at the peach tree. Yeah. The peach tree. Now, okay. Speaking of the peach tree, why does Poe know every single detail about everything of the, of the Furious Five and where they live? And he knows every kind of trivial fact but has no idea about this peach tree. It was probably off in a, an area of the arena or somewhere maybe where it was that he didn't have access to before, but because he's now training with them and, you know, learning the ropes of Kung Fu that he got to experience the peach tree, which I thought was a really cool idea. It was looked like cherry blossom tree, but it was actually had peaches. I thought that was really cool because people put so much pressure on the future mm-hmm. that, it was kind of nice for someone to say, let's focus on the present and today and what you, we can accomplish today. Absolutely, like, yeah. I liked that. So we get to the main villain of the movie, Tylon. And the goose or whatever get finally get to this castle thing in the rocks and the snow. And there's all kinds of rhinos there guarding. Mm-hmm. They're the defenders of the prison. The defenders, yes. But their whole prison only had one prisoner? Well, he was the biggest, the baddest, the scariest. So um, I guess so. Like that goose was trying to figure out making sure, because I'm assuming that the turtle and Shifu, the master who trained mm-hmm. the Furious Five, I'm assuming they sent this goose to check to make sure that Tylon was actually in that location because the turtle had visions of Tai Long escaping. Yeah, that, that's why he got sent there. 
Um, but I, I don't understand why this whole giant, elaborate, stairwell, kind of booby-trapped prison was just for one person. Like, do they build it for him? Do they build it and be like, okay, we'll put one person in there eventually? Like, I don't understand that aspect. I'm not sure. It was very, you know, very many people. And they had a plan to make sure that this animal didn't escape. But it was actually a really intense scene. I really enjoyed it. Think of him escaping. Like everyone underestimated this. I guess he's a leopard. Yeah, he's a leopard. Everyone underestimated this leopard and said basically that he was never going to escape. But what the heck happened? That's true. He escaped. And he actually escaped using the goose's uh, feather. The geese's feather? The geese, it was one goose. A goose feather? Not gooses? No, a goose feather. But it's the the goose's feather. I no, because it's the goose is the goose. The feather of the goose. The feather of the goose. He used the feather of the goose to break out of the turtle shell lock that he was in. But if uh, Ugwe and uh, Shifu, if they never sent the goose there to begin with, he would have never had that feather to escape with. This whole movie, I think Ugwe and Shifu are the bad guys. They're the ones that created <laughs> this whole movie, and they're the reasons why all the bad things happened. Maybe that's in the next Kung Fu Panda. We just haven't watched it yet. We haven't watched that one yet, no. But yeah, he that escape sequence was very um, intense and very action-packed. And I knew as soon as the, he got that feather, I was like, oh, like they put way too much focus on the feather. He's definitely going to escape using it. Yeah, and definitely. He was he had these like rocks holding down his arms. Wouldn't that just rip his arms out? Like these rocks were massive. They were really big. I'm not really sure. Obviously, it's not the most realistic. It yeah. is a child. It is a cartoon once again. Yeah. Remember what you're watching. <laughs> yes, it is a cartoon. Like I know it's a cartoon, but like there's other things they could have done that would have got along the same message, but not, I'm going to hold your arms down with giant rocks hanging off a cliff. <laughs> it was a very epic, intense scene. Okay. Oh, yeah. I did think it was really intense and really interesting to watch. That was one of my favorite scenes. I think. They go back and the turtle, Ugwe, is talking about how he defeated uh, Tylon way back when. And he used, like, it looked like a phone he was dialing and all the pressure points to knock him out. Yeah. And he explains that he defeated all these people and finally got to the turtle. And he's the only one that can defeat him. And then, in a move that literally made my jaw drop, the turtle decides to die and disappear. Why would he say, oh, I'm the only one that can defeat it, but I'm going to peace out now. See you later. That was actually the most traumatizing scene like i really got attached to this turtle so and just the relationship he had with shifu it was so amazing and i know that the turtle was planning on dying i just had this strange feeling that when shifu was ready he was going to pass away uh i'm just sad that just made me so sad i i can't even explain like he gives his words of wisdom you know, and then bye-bye. Yeah, it was so depressing. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, I'm the only one who can defeat she, uh, Tylon. 
okay, I'm going to go away now. And I was like, no, please don't leave. Like, he became our father figure somehow. And, like, he just disappeared. And I was like, that's it? Like, he's just gone? Well, I think because Shifu was really against training the panda and the turtle was like, no, I'm telling you right now, he's going to make you happy. This is, he's going to fix with the wrongs that are going on in our world. And Shifu the whole time was making fun of this poor panda and making everyone else be like, you know, this panda's fat and, you know, he's not going to be the warrior that we need. And then all of a sudden the turtle's like, you must believe if you believe it will come true. And then he dies. Traumatizing. Very traumatizing. And I was not prepared mentally for that whatsoever. What I did like is the fact that after the turtle passes away, Shifu kind of changes his mind about the panda. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to work with this panda. He was trying his moves that he would do with the Furious Five, Mm -hmm. but they weren't working. And then he comes up with the idea to train him using food. And (laughs) despite the fact that they talk about his weight and whatnot, it really was kind of neat to see that he realizes that you can't teach everyone the same way. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that people don't learn the same way either. So it was really kind of neat how, you know, they turned that around and made it something interesting. I, I thought that was a really nice lesson. Absolutely. I love that lesson of people don't always learn the same way. There's mm-hmm. a saying that I've, I've heard a long time ago, and it's, if you, if you judge the intelligence of a fish by how well it climbs a tree, the fish will always think it's stupid. Yeah. And it's, oh, you have to test and train people the way that they're able to learn and the way they're able to show what they can do. And I think that really had a good message in this when he realized, okay, I have to switch how I'm teaching and training to get the best out of Poe. It's so true. I really like that message. So speaking of Poe and his eating, he ate cookies and he would eat um, those uh, rice balls and stuff like that. Don't pandas only eat bamboo? Yes, I would say, but he also, his parents are geese and he owns a noodle bar. But this, so. movie, this movie has to be 100% accurate, 100% of the time. I don't care that it's a cartoon. I want it to be accurate. I want to watch The Daily Planet. I don't want a cartoon. It's make-believe. Also, animals don't talk and they don't have like parents who are different breeds or different animals. You know, it's a kid's movie. Be light on this one. Come on. How do you know animals don't talk? What if they only talk when you leave the room? I think so too. Our bunnies guaranteed talk to each other. They might be swearing at each other because they're not fans of each other. But I, I would say they do communicate. They like stomp their feet and stuff. And I'm, I swear they probably talk to each other. Oh yeah, for sure. So the Furious Five decide that while Poe is being trained, that they're going to go stop Tylon. Mm-hmm. All five of them. All five of them. Uh, they finally meet up with Tylon in this weird stone bridge kind of zigzag like large pillars yeah it was kind of it was weird it was out of place and I, I wasn't sure why that was there to begin with but whatever and then tylon starts speaking did you find that his voice was kind of like meh like, like his voice didn't have fear it just sounded like a random guy 
and you had no like a regular voice i had no fear no no grit like grit to him or anything like that like he just seemed like a regular guy who just happened to be bad yeah well that just goes to show you the people in this world you know you don't judge a book by its cover you don't judge an animal by its voice you don't judge a leopard a leopard by its spots (gasps) oh wow all right and that's the end of the podcast ladies and gentlemen (laughs) not gonna get any better than that (laughs) no that was cheesy yes accurate (laughs) yeah you don't judge a book by its cover like clearly this guy and they do give you a backstory of tai long and how uh shifu was the person who trained tai long in kung fu and that he you could tell that he was starting to have a dark side and wanted a little bit more power and that sort of thing and he got really outraged that the turtle which i'm just going to keep calling him the turtle the turtle said no you're not the dragon warrior that's you're not it like he could sense something was up with him and then tai long went absolutely crazy and just you know was not a good leopard no not at all how did the five of them lose so quickly to tai long yes they were supposed to be the ultimate defeater of tai long if this was to be something that was yeah. going to happen like what what have they been training for and i get that he's supposed to be shown as this very intense um but only be one dragon warrior so was yeah. that one dragon warrior supposed to defend by himself what or... was the point of the furious five because they lost very like it was a it was a good fight it was a very intense and i was it was dramatic but they lost five lost against one very quickly yeah and i was just surprised that they lost that and i had that written down that like i'm surprised that they just lost like so quickly shocking i was i was surprised flabbergasted flabbergasted yes that's the word of the day flabbergasted flabbergasted that's going to be in the and the description just the word flabbergasted and then you guys are going to have to figure out why we said that <laughs> right no but yeah he he really did kind of beat them up pretty bad and quite quickly so but then they ended up going back so fast going back to the area with shifu and yes. the panda they got there so quickly yeah and considering none of them can really move except for the one yeah, the crane. Everyone else was them. frozen. Yeah, he so, apparently flew them all to that area. It took them forever to get to Tylon and then it took 10 seconds to get back, all yeah. frozen. That made no sense. And Tylon would have had a head start, I feel. Yeah. So I'm just wondering how quickly that crane could fly. Yeah, he would have he would have had to pick up the other four that were frozen and fly. I Tylon should have just beat them I think I don't think that I don't think because leopards are very fast I agree they're notoriously fast animals so I think the leopards could have beat the crane here yeah I agree so we finally get back to the arena and Shifu has seen his ways and has decided that it Poe really is the dragon warrior and he's going to give Poe the dragon scroll so he does a very cool dramatic um, thing with uh, the turtle's wand turtle's wand and then the petals from the peach tree were floating in the air i thought that was very nice that was cool and poe finally gets the dragon scroll which is supposed to be the ultimate secret of the dragon warrior and he opens it and it's blank 
Now, it took me a while to realize why it was blank. I was like, it's just a blank thing. That doesn't make sense. Like, it's just, is it supposed to a special kind of, like, enchantment? Or is there kind of, like, a speech you have to give? Or do you have to, like, dip it in the water? Or do you have to do something with it to get it to show what the words are? I later realized that it's in him the whole time. And he's the Dragon Warrior just if you have confidence and just... By believing that you're the dragon warrior, you can be the dragon warrior. Which I, I there was a quote in there that said, "To make something special, you just have to believe." So, and you could kind of see on the scroll. I was laying on the ground at one point, mm-hmm. and you could kind of see that there was gold, the color gold, and yeah. it was reflective. So it looked like a mirror. Yes, that definitely was a mirror for showing the face. I I did not get that right away. I'll be honest. I figured it out kind of as we were going but at the time i did not get that so poe has the dragon scroll and tylon gets there mm-hmm. and him and shifu have a fight scene that was so intense i was i didn't write anything down i was so enthralled with this fight scene it was so intense and it was kind of dark and gloomy with like lightning and it was you could tell that two titans were coming together well, Shifu basically taught him everything that he knows. It was, you know, it was almost like a father figure fighting his son. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of sad. It was. And you, you could tell that Shifu didn't want to do it. Like, well, he didn't because this want was the second fight. time. This yeah. was the second time. The turtle had to step in the first time mm-hmm. because Shifu had such an attachment. He trained the Tai Long to be a Kung Fu master and... You know, it was hard. It was kind of sad. It was. Yeah, it was so, t- pulled on my heartstrings. <laughs> so they have a great fight, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Poe finally gets there. And Poe and Tylon, they have a good fight, but I found it more like this. This it was kind of sunny, and it was more comedic based. I kind of wanted that fight did have more of an edge as well because he had just been trained to be this, but it went more comedy instead of action, I found. Yeah. When, well, was when qu- it was Poe and Tylon. Yeah, there was quite a bit of like action scenes in there mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, I agree with you with that. And Tylon also underestimates Poe. Uh, he even said, what you gonna do, big boy? Sit on me? Like, the yeah. size difference, the panda was appeared to be smaller than Tai Long, so I'm not really sure, you know, how that worked, but... It was just one more excuse to put another fat joke in, I found. Yeah, like a good thing for kids. No, like, it was a lot of, it was a lot, and it was repetitive, that there was a lot of fat jokes given. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, So they had the big fight scene, and then Poe grabs Tai Long by the pinky. Mm-hmm. And... They're like, oh, you didn't learn this pinky move. And then he goes, skadoosh. And then, like, a weird, like, light comes over the land. And Tylon's gone. Did did he explode? Did he die? Did he evaporate? He, in the words of Poe, was defeated. But but where did he go? I don't know. Did he just get knocked out and put back in the prison? Did he die? Did he evaporate like the turtle did? What what happened to Tylon? Where is Tylon? Stay tuned for Kung Fu Panda Two. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I is Tylon in Kung Fu Panda Two? I have no idea. 
That would kind of be, but he said he was defeated, so I don't think so. So don't get your hopes up. Maybe he died. In a, in a nice way. Like, you don't really see, nice like, way. an epic death scene. It is a kid's movie. So, yeah. you know, the turtle floated off with the peach leaves, mm-hmm. and Tai Long just was a lightning ball. I don't know. A light shining. I have no idea. I, yeah, that I found that very odd. And I, I found that they didn't really, they for a kid's movie, they, they kind of talked about death but they didn't flat out mention it. like when tylon broke it when he broke out of that prison he blew up the rhinos yeah like those rhinos went flying they went flying off the cliff they're or, goners are, are those goner are they dead or I'd did say. they just get back up like they kind of like brushed over a lot of that kind of stuff i found yes i agree with that they definitely brushed over it many of times definitely so after uh poe has defeated tylon I thought the dad was going to tell him that he wasn't his son. Oh, yes. I what thought, I was that? like, oh my God, it's happening. It's, he's going to say, you're not actually my son. You're this great warrior son or something like that. And I was like, this is happening. And then the last second, he didn't. No, it was just right back to noodles. Right back to noodles. Noodles and noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I did like there was a quote in it that said, use your strength to your advantage and use what you have. And basically that's what the panda did. You know, when he was in that epic fight scene, he was just basically using his weight to his advantage. He was like bouncing and stuff. Like he wasn't getting hurt. And you could even see when he was battling the five at the beginning, when they were doing training, Mm -hmm. he was using himself as a strength he would bounce he never gave up people were hitting him and hurting him and he never gave up so it just goes to show you that you persevere through things i thought that was really neat as well absolutely he had determination throughout the entire movie whether it's climbing the stairs or the training or the fight scenes he always had determination and he always kept pressing on so after the fight scene shifu's lying there i thought he was a goner you thought he was dead? I thought he was dead and I was going to lose my mind. Because you lost a turtle already. which Yeah, I'm like, you can't pull on those heartstrings twice. There's just no mm-hmm. way. Thank goodness he opened his eyes. He's like, I'm not dead. Whew, thank you. Oh. I would have just cried. Just <laughs> end movie there. I'm, I'm out. So it was nice that he was alive. And, um, you know, they were more together and, you know, a team. Yes, they, they seemed like they were meshing very well together at that point. And that is where the movie ends. The two of them laying beside the little pool underneath the dragon. I love the movie. I thought it was great. I did too, despite the small, you know, pieces of bullying and such. I did find it quite exciting. What would you rate this movie out of 10? Out of 10? Um, Well, it wasn't very accurate, so I'm going to have to drop it down a couple. Um, (laughs) I, I think it was about a nine. I li- I really enjoyed it. There's a little couple of little things. I'm like the, the bullying, like you mentioned that I was like, Oh, did you really have to like keep going to the fat? Well, like, did you have to? Yeah. So it kind of brought down a little bit, but I, I would give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. And I, I laughed a lot and the action scenes were very intense for me and had a great storyline and it flowed well and it went by very quickly and I enjoyed it. How about you? Yeah. I'm going to say probably an eight. I agree with you. There was quite a lot of, you know, good epic fight scenes. You know, there was a lot of 
you know, use your strengths and persevere. And there was like a, basically a lot of things that you would want to teach and instill in kids. So that was good. Not a fan of the bullying, like I mentioned before. And the turtle dying just was a downer. But there was a lot of lessons in there, which I really liked. So an eight it is. The bummer what definitely was the turtle dying. I kind of thought near the end that maybe like kind of like how Mufasa kind of thing, like a turtle like shaped cloud would be in the air or something or like yeah. something like that. That'd be like, oh yeah, he is there. We want turtle. Yes. We want turtle. I need a new Kung Fu Panda movie just called Ugwe. That's that. Uh, so the movie did actually um, pretty well for itself. How much of a budget do you think this movie had? Now it is an animated film. But it does have a, a budget. So how much do you think it would be? Hmm, that's tough. Because there was quite a few actors in there. You know what, also, why are you talking about budget? The monkey didn't speak very much. Oh, we will get to that very shortly. Because I have okay. that as a fact. Okay, I'm going to go $60 million. So the budget was $130 million. I was only a little off. And over $2 million went to Jackie Chan. No, no way. No way. Jackie Chan wears the monkey people. That is insane. He had like two lines. Uh, David Cross was the crane, master crane. David Cross um, from Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lucy Liu was master viper. Lucy Liu from Kill Bill, an elementary TV show. Uh, Seth Rogen was master mantis. I liked him. He's so it doesn't good. matter what he is. The second I hear his voice, I'm like, oh, that's Seth Rogen. Like, <laughs> it, like there's, no, there's no way to get around that. No, it's true. Master Tigress was Angelina Jolie, which I was surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. That's cool. Master Shifu was Dustin Hoffman, and Poe was Jack Black. Okay, I knew and, like, Jack I mentioned, Black right away. Yeah, Jack Black was <laughs> fantastic. I wrote, I wrote that down. Fantastic in this movie. Nice. Um, and Ian McKellen was uh, Tyler on as well. Yeah, so this movie actually did pretty well. So it had a budget of 130 million. How much of a box office do you think it did? It did well. It did well. I'll give you that. I'm gonna go 400 million. Okay, so you're close. It was 631 million dollars. Wow, good for them. It is the third highest um, DreamWorks movie. It's behind How to Train Your Dragon and Shrek. Oh, good movies also. Good movies, yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's the third highest. And the franchise itself is the, one of the, is the third highest franchise for DreamWorks as well. Wow, that's great. Stay tuned for Kung Fu Panda 2. Yes. So the film, due to its massive success, has spawned two sequels, two television shows, four short films, wow. one holiday special, and five video games. Wow. That's amazing. The franchise as a whole has made $1.8 billion. Wow. Good for them. That's fantastic. Yeah. So it's, it's a very successful franchise. In 2008, it was nominated for two uh, for an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature. However, it did lose both to WALL-E. <gasps> WALL-E is a great movie. Haven't seen that one, guys. Definitely go out there and watch it. Yeah, I love Wally is my favorite cartoon ever. I loved Wally. But yeah, the, so that's it lost to Wally, but it was very close in those. Okay, so is there anything else you want to talk about the movie that we didn't really talk about throughout the episode? No, I think we captured it all. I'm not sure what the, the thing that he was eating 
the little rice ball thing. I'm not really sure where that is, but I think I sw- they were wontons. They were wontons. Oh, that Did makes you more know sense. How they have wonton soup. Yeah. I think that was a like a wonton, and they used the chopsticks, so I'm pretty sure it was wonton. Oh, that makes much more sense then. Yeah. Okay. Rice uh, balls. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So would you recommend this movie to people to watch? I definitely would. It, I recommend all of our movies so far. I like always say in our podcast, our opinions are subjective, so please go out there and watch. Kung Fu Panda. It was really good in our opinion, so definitely take a look. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from. And do not forget to follow us on social media. Our handle for Instagram and Twitter is at MacMovieTalk, all one word, all lowercase, to get the latest news and what is to come. New episodes will be released weekly, so stay tuned every Monday for the latest movie talk. Also, feel free to message us and let us know which movies you want us to watch. That's it for now. Take care and have a good night.